Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Bibiter State of the Union podcast. We have reached the halfway point of the 2046 season. Uh, we'll take a look at where everybody's at, see if they've improved their spots from last time, or if they're kind of still sitting in about the same spots. Um, and then we'll get a little bit better idea of where the playoffs might be headed. Uh, starting off with the Browns. In the second quarter of the season, the Browns went 4-0. and uh, They picked up a victory over the Bills on the road, Panthers at home, Jets at home, and Falcons on the road. Um, so that gives them one loss so far on the, on the season. Um, happens to be a divisional game. Uh, they've won both user games they've had. Well, they've had three user games so far, but two head-to-head games that they've both of which they've won. Um, so, as typical of the Browns, they're sitting in pretty good position. Uh, coming up in the third quarter of the season for the Browns, they will have their bye week in Week 9, travel or have Cincinnati come to them in Week 10, hit the road for two games against the Blues and Steelers, and then come back home to play the Saints in week 13. Um, To me, out of that group being the big matchup, looks like the Steelers. Um, See if they can avenge that earlier season loss to the Steelers. Uh, That does not mean at this point or by week 12 when they play that the Steelers will, you know, be in any position to really be giving the... um, Browns much of a push for the division um, when when one team's only got one loss and I'm not sure what the Steelers have record wise uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit I just it's still big game because it's a rivalry game and a division game but if the records are already kind of separate it kind of loses some of the meaning even if the Steelers already won um, so interesting That's probably the most interesting game out of that stretch for the Browns. Um, Moving on to Kansas City. Uh, In the second quarter of the season, uh, Chiefs had their bye week in week four, lost three straight road games, uh, and then returned home in week eight against the Raiders uh, and picked up a victory there to stop a four-game losing streak. Um uh, week five, and I think I touched on it a little bit in the previous uh, podcast. You know, issues that the Chiefs and Patriots have, and the Chiefs' decision to just you know take the loss in regular season matchup against the Patriots and Browns, just because I'm tired of you know playing the games and you know having a decent game get desynced, and then having a not so decent game the next time attempting to play. Uh, kind of hard to develop players when you can't get stats for them. Uh, so, uh, week five was a simulated 38-35 loss to the Patriots. Um, I'm okay with that because that means I got some, you know, stats and stuff for some players to help them continue to develop as we um, go on to down the road. Um, lost by a touchdown to the Seahawks. Lost by a field goal to the Rams. Uh, and then 35-10 went over the Raiders. Um, I know that 
got the Chiefs, I think, within a game of the Raiders for the division. Um, so we'll have to see how the next quarter of the season plays out for the Chiefs um, and where they use their... Because they've got two user games left at this point. Um, coming up in the third quarter for the Chiefs, they will hit the road to play the Titans. Then home games against the Broncos and Niners hit the road to play the Brooklyn Bulls and the Chargers. Um, Chargers aren't having a great season, so that game, it is a rivalry game, and it's in L.A., but I know hopefully you know, with some more development over the next few games, that won't uh, the Chiefs will be able to keep ahead of them and win that game. Um, the Broncos game is slightly concerning because it's at home, and I've lost to the Broncos already. Uh, as far as the division goes, though, I mean, being a game being a game ahead of the Broncos and a game behind the Raiders, the Broncos game doesn't mean as much other than to tie us up record-wise, but it would give the Broncos the tiebreaker, you know, if we both finish the season strong and we're to end up with the same record. <clears throat> um, this season kind of has feels, kind of has a feel like those two years when the Chiefs missed the playoffs where it seems like it's going to come down to the end and probably be in the hands of the computer and probably not going to end up in the Chiefs' favor. Um, but two division games in the next stretch of the season, um, not to say that any of the rest of these games are really going to be that easy. Uh, I know the Titans are doing pretty well this year. Uh, 49ers, I don't know. They might be doing okay. Uh, it just depends um, on how the computer's feeling for those games. Um, really, if I can, want to save that other user game for the for the return matchup with the Raiders if they continue to lead to the division. Um, don't want to have to use it. If necessary, I'll use it on the Broncos, but I don't really want to if I don't have to. So a little bit of decision going on there. Um, but you know, three and four is, prob is not really where I'd want to be record-wise. Um, but I kind of had a feeling... You know, after losing to the Broncos and then, you know, the Patriots, that that was probably how the rest of the road trip was going to go because uh, computer kind of jumps on that. Uh, moving on to the Patriots. In the second quarter of the season, the Patriots went undefeated, um, going 4-0. Uh, they got the, you know, Sim win over the Chiefs. Then they went on the road for three games and picked up wins over the Jets, Bills, Bears. Um, uh, two of those being, you know, division games. Um, it's pretty big for them to win those on the road, kind of like it is for the Browns when they won their road division games. Um, at this point in the first five weeks of the season, the Patriots used all four of their user games. Uh, so at this point, they have no more games to play the rest of the year until the playoffs. Um, like I said, Browns are positioned really well. Patriots are positioned really well at this point. Both teams only have one loss. Um, so they're more than likely making the playoffs. The Chiefs still a little iffy. 
Um, even that with only like two seasons left is kind of a not a big not as big a deal to me if I don't make the playoffs um, I want to I mean I do but I also know the computer's not very kind sometimes uh, coming up in the third quarter for the Patriots they will play the Bills at home in week 9 have their bye week in week 10 uh, hit the road for two games against the Titans and the Lions in 11 and 12 and then in week 13 come back home to play the Vikings um so really, out of this out of this stretch, the Bills are the big game because it's a division game. Um, although they've already got a victory over them in Orchard Park, so probably can beat them in um, New England. Um, looks like I mean, if things keep going, I mean it's well documented how well the Patriots can simulate wins through a season. Um, so could have a could have a run of wins for the rest of the season for the Patriots which will shape up for a interesting return matchup in the playoffs for the Patriots and Browns I mean I'm sure that's where it's headed anyway um, but good strong starts for those two a little bit of a rough start for the Chiefs uh, we'll go look at the standings real quick um In the AFC North, the Browns are seven and one. Um, they lead their division. Uh, Steelers are six and two. So that uh, return matchup against them uh, does have some significance because uh, the Steelers' victory would tie them with the Browns record-wise. Well, actually, I guess it, that's not necessarily the case because I don't. I think that's two weeks away before they play. So, in between that time, if the Browns win, Steelers lose, then it would just get the Steelers keep the Steelers within a game of the Browns. Um, but still, um, could have some impact with that matchup. Uh, third place is the Ravens at three and four, and then last place is Cincinnati at two and five. Uh, looking at the AFC East, the Patriots at seven and one are leading their division. Uh, the Dolphins are in second at four and two. And then you have the Jets and Bills, who have both not won a game yet this season. Um, so, kind of looks like this earlier in the year, the Patriots are probably going to run away with their division, um, unless they run into some speed bumps in the second half of the season. Um, we'll just have to keep an eye on that. Uh, looking at the AFC West, the Raiders lead at four and three, followed by the Chiefs at three and four. So the victory over the Raiders gets the Chiefs, keeps the Chiefs within a game of the Raiders. Um, Chargers are third at three and five, followed by the Broncos at two and five. Um, like I said, at this point, I would like, hopefully, keep my last game for that uh, return matchup with the Raiders because it could very well decide the um, season. Um, or at least the division, not necessarily the season. Uh, or in typical Raider fashion, they could, you know, struggle for the back half of the season. Maybe this first half of the season was the easy part of their season. And then the second half is the harder part and they lose more games and maybe it gets easier for the chiefs. Never know. Um, so overall, if we started the playoffs today, 
the Browns would be the one seed, followed by the Patriots as the two seed. Uh, that via the week one Browns victory over the Patriots. Uh, third three seed would be the Tennessee Titans, followed by the uh, Raiders out of the AFC West at four and three in the four seed. Uh, then for the wild card spots would be the right now would be the Brooklyn Bulls and the Pittsburgh Steelers um, getting the two wild card spots. Um, you got the Browns and Patriots both at seven and one, followed by Titans, Bulls, Steelers at six and two, uh, and then you drop off to the Dolphins at four, two and one, uh, followed by the Texans, Raiders at four and three, and then the Ravens. Ravens, Chiefs at three and four, uh, and then you know we just keep going down from there. Uh, obviously, Jets and Bills at zero wins halfway through the season are probably not going to recover. I really doubt eight and eight is going to make the playoffs at all. Um, so, as far as wild cards go, and a couple of division races, uh, still a lot of football to go. Um, gonna maybe make for some interesting division races coming down the stretch um, if teams keep winning uh, moving on to the NFC we'll start off with the Packers in the let's see in the second quarter of the season the Packers went 2-1 and one. Oh, actually I'm sorry they went 1-2 and two. Uh, they won against the Cardinals in Week Five, lost to the Red, the Washington Football Team in Week Six, lost to the Saints in Week Seven, and then picked up their bye week in Week Eight. Uh, kind of like last year, that may really end up being a good thing for the Packers. Uh, give them a week off to kind of re, I guess, recenter themselves and kind of, you know, give them some time to figure out what's going on to try to right the ship. Uh, coming up in the third quarter for the Packers. Uh, they will stay in Lambeau to play the Dolphins in Week 9, travel to Minnesota in Week 10. Um, they've already got a victory over the Minnesota, so um, I'm not quite sure standing-wise in the division what impact this game will have. Uh, followed by division game against the Bears at home in Week 11, uh, travel to the Eagles in Week 12, and then to Chicago in Week 13 to play the Bears. Uh, so, at least from a division standpoint, important stretch coming up for the Packers uh, with having two games against the Bears and one against the Vikings. Um, could could quite possibly determine the Packers' season in this quarter. Um, we'll have a better idea when we look at the standings. Uh, if they, They've got a victory over the Vikings already, and these will be the first two games against the Bears. Um, could be, like I said, could be the uh, sinking of the ship if they can't at least win. The Vikings game, I guess, isn't as important unless the Vikings are ahead of the Packers in the division race. Uh, then they need that victory to help keep pace, um, let alone the tiebreaker implication. And then the Bears, depending on where they are, they quite possibly could need both victory to be both games to be victories a little instead of just one um, but we'll we'll take a look at that here in a second uh, moving on to the Panthers in the second quarter of the season the Panthers went two and one 
Uh, they picked up a victory over the Bengals in Week 5, lost to the Browns in Week 6 in Cleveland, had their bye week in Week 7, and then beat their division rival Saints in Week 8. Um, so, not a bad stretch. Um, coming up in the third quarter, uh, they will travel to Chicago to play division rival Blues, then travel to Atlanta to play division rival Falcons. Um, return to Carolina to play the Giants and Ravens, and then hit the road to play Seattle in Week 13. Um, kind of like the Packers, a little division heavy in this round of the season. Um, I don't think well, they've already got victories over. They've already got a victory over the Falcons. Um, and this looks like it'd be the first matchup against the Blues. Um, so we'll take a look at the standings and see what that does or what effect those might have um, for, you know, the, the starting, the beginning of the push for the playoffs. Um, in the NFC North, the Vikings are 6-1. and one. Their lone loss is that early game to the Packers. Um, so Packers definitely need a victory there, and um, Vikings are six and one. Packers are four and three. Bears are four and four. Uh, so you'd like them to get a, you'd like to get victories over the Bears to keep them in third and ahead of them, um, and uh, apparently maybe need to keep pace with the Vikings. Um, really, only two games out. You know, at four and three, but not. Not the best position to be in either. Uh, the Lions round out that division. It's two and six. Uh, looking at the NFC South, the Panthers are in the lead at five and two, uh, followed by the Blues at three and four, the Saints at three and five, and then the Falcons at two and five. Um, so the Blues game is important just to, you know, maintain a two-game lead on them. Um, Falcons game. I would hazard to guess even if they were to lose that game, the Falcons probably aren't going to make much push for the rest of the season since they're 2-5. and five. Um, But you never know. Uh, looking at the playoffs for the NFC, if we started today, the Vikings would be the one seed at 6-1, and one, followed by the Washington football team at 5-2, and two, followed by the Panthers at 5-2, and two, uh, with the four seed going to the Seahawks at 5-2. and two. Uh, so then the wild card spots at this point would go to the Packers and Cardinals. Um, but like I said, lots of football to go. Lots of, um, I have feeling lots of positioning will change before we actually get to the playoffs. Um, but looking at things right now, everybody's in except the Chiefs, but the Chiefs really aren't. You know, out of it, they're they have a little bit of work to do, and you know, hopefully, the easier part of their schedule is the second second half of the season. Um, but I've I've always maintained it doesn't really matter what you do. What's most important is winning your division because that automatically gets you in. Um, so really, that's kind of my goal right now is just to get my division. Um, couple other teams probably want to do the same thing win their division um, but if not in better positions to make the playoffs without winning the division uh, let's go see but 
about injuries. I'm going to, let's see here. Cleveland Browns have nobody on the injury list. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, in the game against the Raiders lost their backup, well, lost one of their backup running backs uh, to a partial PCL tear. He's out for five weeks. Um, <laughs> I was kind of kind of unfortunate right at the end of the game. Uh, first, the starter got hurt, but he was only out for the rest of the game. Then the backup got hurt. Uh, and then due to an oversight on the depth chart, the fullback finished the rest of the game as my main running back, uh, which at that point was okay because by the time um, these guys got hurt, it was mostly kill the clock time. So it was, you know, unfortunate they were getting hurt on just basic run plays, but, you know, sometimes that's how it goes. Um, so my third, third string running back didn't get a whole lot of carries when he probably should have, but he'll, he'll have to step in and help out down this, down this little five game stretch until my backup gets back. Um, moving on to the Patriots, uh, the Patriots are only missing their rookie outside linebacker, Dijon Pickens. Uh, he's only out for one more week at this point. Uh, so he will be back next in week 10 for uh, the stretch run of the season going into the playoffs. Um, so he'll get, it won't completely make up for the games that he missed, but at least he'll get a few games under his belt before the playoffs to help, you know, with his development. Um, looking at the Packers, Packers have no one on the injury report. And the Panthers have no one on the injury report. So Chiefs and uh, Patriots, only ones with people hurt right now. Um, and pretty soon it will be just the Chiefs. Um, but outside of that linebacker, nobody's got any you know, major star missing. Um, so hopefully we'll get some good football going down the stretch of the season. Um I think that'll wrap up this podcast. We will talk to you at the end of the third quarter.